0: Welcome to a toast rom-coms. Um, the edition where my child screams, Mama, I want you to cover me for the next two hours. <laughs> did she ask you questions like a kitty today? No, she did not, but she did want me to tell her something. <laughs> so I told her the strawberry is not a berry, but a banana is. Ooh, did that blow her mind? No, she said... Not like that. (laughs) Okay. And I said, I don't know how to tell you something differently. Next time you should just meow at her like she meows (laughs) questions. Meow, 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 meow. Meow, meow. There she is, guys. Enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) Just like I enjoy. It is 930. I'm trying to clean it up. I went up there once. I'm not going up there again. Okay. Well, segue into what we're doing. She's, She's a cat. She's a cat <laughs> Maybe since I didn't respond to English, I'll respond to meows. Part girl, part cat. Oh my god! It's so funny. Parenthood is a fucking trip. Um. Well, listeners, my name is Allison, and I'm Marie, and in about. 10 to 12 years, your daughter will be a teenager, and right now we're doing teen rom coms, (laughs) and that was my segue. So every time we watch one with her, we just go, That's not real life, that's not real life, that's not real life. Don't set your expectations for that, that's not real life, not real life. These parties don't happen, not real life. Hey. Speaking of all these parties, should that be another rom-com trope we put down? Absolutely, it should. We don't have that on our list, and it's quite extensive. Let me go over our extensive teen rom-com list of tropes that commonly occur in teen rom-coms. We see the majority of these. Okay, let's say half of these in each teen rom-com we watch. Yeah, Um, so we'll start with outrageous teen parties. Uh, we got a viral moment, something that's captured and on social media and moved around. We got a come to Jesus moment, like a huge realization. We got a John Hughes movie reference. We got an unpopular teen snagging a popular teen. We got a, an an amazing teen room. It's huge. It's well decorated. It's luxurious. You got the main character being alone at lunch. You got defeated dads. You got dead moms. You got teachers who care. And you got douchebag siblings. My favorite one is dead moms. Least, <laughs> whose wouldn't that be a favorite for? It's so uplifting. I uh, And I know. I mean, a lot of these movies, they have a real down moment. They do. But- I can't wait to talk about this movie's down moment. <laughs> oh, it's a doozy. So this podcast we're talking about can't buy me love which we picked because we did love don't cost a thing with nick cannon and christina million yes last time so we were like let's do the original to see how things compare because we weren't huge on how the women were treated in the first and or in the remake excuse me no we had some serious problems with the first one I just want you to know that typically when I try to cover her, she kicks her legs and throws the covers off because she wants to do it herself. Huh. Now I understand why you don't want to go up and cover her. Mm -hmm. Do you want to go cover her up? I'll cover her up. Nothing like making a child cry. I'm so good at it. I mean, you tried to be nice. Sometimes... Getting them to cry themselves to sleep is the best you can hope for. What was really funny is I did cover her, and I turned it around. I said, I'm going to turn it around so the tag's not in your face. And she goes, no. And she kicked him down, and she said, just my legs. And I said, okay, good night. (laughs) Yeah. Bedtimes turned kids into assholes. At least my kid. So, anywho. Uh can you give us the facts on Can't Buy Me Love? Love too. Can't Buy Me Love came out in nineteen eighty seven. Uh rated PG thirteen. You got the one fuck in there. hmm Uh starring Patrick Dempsey, Amanda Peterson, Courtney Gaines, uh Seth Green. Loved it. I knew I knew it as soon as I Yeah, saw me him. too. I I looked at the TV and I shouted, Oh my god, is that Seth Green? Mm-hmm. What a great head of hair. And still to this day, great head of hair. Um, Should I do like anybody else? I guess Barbara is Tina Casperi and Patty is Darcy DeMoss. And those are pretty much the main people, I think. Who is the asshole football player? George Gray? Okay. Um... He's been in a few like B D movie kind of a things. So Okay. Good and for him. soaps. So yeah. You go, asshole football player. Uh so to go with this guy today, we have a lawnmower. It looks great. It looks beautiful. It does look really pretty. Please check out the Instagram at Toasty Romcoms to check out this drink. It is blended melon, tro, vanilla vodka, which I think it's like an odd pairing to me. But lime juice and champagne. So you got some sweet and you got some tart in there. Yeah, I'm. I'm it could be bad. <laughs> it could be real bad, but it looks nice. It, it really does. It was Marie's find, and to commemorate the fact that he mows lawns. And a pith helmet. And just an array of weird hats. Oh. That's so weird. We'll get there. Cheers. (laughs) Oh. That wakes your mouth up, it does. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think part of the problem right now is that it's been sitting for so long, so it's lukewarm. Not lukewarm. It's room temperature, just about. I don't know if I like the vanilla because that's very overwhelming. Really? I'm not getting it at all. What are you getting? I'm getting a lot of tart. Hmm. So a lot of the lime and the champagne. So I can see, like, as I'm drinking it, and I taste a lot of mint. That's not a happy face. Mint and vanilla. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. So I can see why you're supposed to strain the melon several times before you put it in the drink. But I was afraid if we strained it several times, there'd be like no mel, not enough melon. It's thick. Yeah, and I so how do you strain that with still getting melon? So we didn't strain it at all. I wonder if you have to do like with a cheesecloth. Oh, hell no. Yeah. I don't even own cheesecloth, do you? No. Is, is that reusable? Do you reuse cheesecloth? Great question. It's Email cloth. us toast to romcoms at gmail.com. Do you reuse cheesecloth? When do you tip? Because I had to be taught this recently. (laughs) I'm 30 years old. I was ashamed of myself for not knowing that you tip housekeeping in hotels. But you know now. I know now, but I feel like a total dick. Well, it's just a live and you learn. Now you can... I don't want to say pay it forward, but now you can make it up to the people from the past by being good to the people in the future. I'm a really good tipper. I know. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> when you know you should tip. <laughs> when I'm aware of it. <laughs> but then you started teaching me of all of the things that you tip for, and I was like, what? <laughs> like, I didn't know that you're supposed to get, like, your mailman a gift or your garbage man a gift. It just depends. If you put a couch out on the side of the road, do you want them to take it? Yeah. Actually, my favorite is when people take it before garbage day. Oh, I love that. I love it, too, because then I'm like, you know, one man's trash, another man's treasure or another person's trash, another person's treasure. Mm -hmm. I do it all the time. Yep. What's the last thing you took from someone's garbage? I actually don't remember the last time I took from somebody's garbage, but recently somebody picked up a light fixture that we threw out. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we tried to pick up someone down the hills moving out, so they put two nightstands out. And I was like, I don't know if they're nice or not, but like we need them for the guest room. So Bernard went down to go get them, and there was someone else there, and she was like, my kids don't have dressers. I need them. He was like, that, that's fine. I'll put them in your van for you. That's nice. <laughs> So, but my best absolute best trash find the pole no it's not a pole it's a hook on a stick <laughs> <laughs> it's just a long stick with a little metal hook on the end and i use that fucker for everything i saw it and i was like what the hell is this and she said this was my best trash find <laughs> i'll post it on the this <laughs> post a video of me using yeah it. you sent me one you sent me a snapchat <laughs> yes, that's right because my kid overshot the laundry basket with a sock and i had to use the hook on a stick to Sh- retrieve it it's shocking because whenever play- we play catch she has pathetic arm <laughs> give her a sock though she'll put it right where it's not supposed to be yeah by the way pretty quiet up there grind herself to sleep hopefully uh, anytime you need me to make her cry just <laughs> phone call away I'm pretty capable. <laughs> <laughs> My dog seems to have calmed down. Too. Well, I guess not. Anywho, why don't we get a summary of this bad boy? This movie that parallels "Love Don't Cost a Thing" so well is about—I mean, amazingly well. So I actually don't. "Love Don't Cost a Thing" parallels this movie. That's the one. This movie is about a geeky outcast kid who wants to know what it's like to be popular and he saves up enough money to buy this telescope. But unlike Paris, who totaled her, not totaled, but wrecked her mom's car, um, Cindy borrows her mom's suede outfit so fucking amazing that suede outfit i loved it i couldn't there's keep just go okay i i I have to talk about it so so she gets a red wine stain on the suede outfit because she borrowed the dress without her mom's permission and it cost a thousand dollars to buy a new one in 87 and this geeky guy Offered to pay for a new one if she made him popular by pretending to go out with him for a month. Mm-hmm. And in the ma- in the in the midst of this, they end up finding feelings for each other, but uh, they don't they don't do it well. He doesn't do it well. So if you watch Love Don't Cost a Thing, or if you've ever watched Love Don't Cost a Thing, substitute lawn mowing for pool boy Mm -hmm. suede outfit for car and take down the stakes a little bit like nick cannon was going for a scholarship and patrick dempsey was not and you have the boyfriend sports star who has moved away yeah except instead of basketball it's football Mm -hmm. and it's the exact same fucking movie yeah it's shocking Scene for scene. I appreciated that there was more to this one, though. What do you mean? I think there was more depth. Really? You didn't. I didn't. Straight off the bat, did you like this movie more, the same, or less than Love Don't Cause a Thing? I think... So, I liked it the same... But I found it less problematic with its treatment of women. Mm. Because I would not watch this movie again. See, I disagree. I would watch this one again. Oh, no. I thought the beginning and end were better. And I liked the time spent together between the two main characters better in this movie. And I wrote notes down about it, so we'll get into it. Okay. I hope I'm hoping to change your mind. All right, we'll see what happens. Okay. So let's start off with our first rom-com category: unbelievability. Because, and we find every good rom-com mostly, mostly, except for the half of it. That's okay, very believable. It's very common in good rom coms <laughs> We're going to have a lot of qualifying this this episode um, that unbelievable things do happen. And I would like to say a lot of this is unbelievable. I can see you want to disagree with me. Go ahead. No, I don't know. I can't wait to hear what you say because I don't think I have more than like three or four big ones. So... I'll start it off then by saying, and love don't cost a thing, and I'm going to do this a lot. Mm -hmm. Nick Cannon, because I don't remember his name. Alvin. Alvin. How do you forget Alvin? I don't know. Alvin, Simon, Theodore. Uh, Copyrighted. No. No, I know. Okay. It's a chip box. Oh, yeah. It is copyrighted. I don't think. It has to be 10 seconds or more. We're fine. Okay. Thank you. I was worried. I was worried that this was going to make it big. This, podcast, <laughs> this particular one was going to make it big and they'd hear about it. That's right. Um, So Alvin gets around on his motorized scooter. That's the geekiest thing ever until you see Patrick Dempsey just driving his tractor down the street. However, he doesn't ride his tractor to school. He rides his bike to school. He only does it for his lawn mowing business. That's why I found it more acceptable. I still think it's a ginormous waste of gas, unless he's riding just next door. Furthermore, we see Alvin going to multiple pools to make money. Patrick Dempsey, we see he go to one lawn. Now, granted, he does talk about for like a good 10 minutes about how many miles of lawn he's mowed square miles. It was like 300 some. Yeah. Which is a lot, but I still think maybe he just mowed Cindy's mom's lawn a lot because if you noticed, Allison, if you've noticed when he was mowing the lawn, it was already, already mowed. <laughs> so he was just mowing perfectly cut grass so i think <laughs> legit he just mowed that lawn every day and that's where he got all his square miles maybe that's where there was some grass that was like really brown and dead mm-hmm yeah it was crazy i almost not going to cover. Oh, it wouldn't have been that big of a tragedy um this isn't unbelievable but i still thought it was absolutely crazy it was pretty much the first introductory introduction to cindy that you get it was whenever her mom was like, I told you to only use the Neiman Marcus credit card, none of the other ones. And she was like, come on, it's fine. Whatever. Like, whatever I did, what I had to do. I used all your credit cards and like, not even a thank you, just like a lighten up mom. Mm -hmm. And I think she even calls her by her first name or something like that. And like gets her chin like, Oh yeah. I forgot about that. Like it was so condescending and I hated that. And that I was like, this girl sucks. My thing though, I was more focused on the mom's boyfriend coming uh, in. <laughs> what a complete scumbag! It seemed like he was hitting the dot on the daughter and the mom, and he was gross. And the mom leaves with him, and she goes, "What a hunk, right?" Ugh. Unless you consider a hunk like drooling over your daughter, so. Gross. It was really disgusting. So, my next unbelievability was the suede outfit because it is like summer months there and she's wearing a suede outfit. And I don't know about everyone else here, but I find suede quite warm. However, under that coat, it was just a bandeau top, a suede bando top like a suede bathing suit top. I thought it was amazing. Like I liked the look of it a lot. If I see you show up somewhere with this suede outfit on, I don't care if it's this outfit. I just mean a suede outfit period. Are you gonna pour red wine all over me? Um what is it called Ripple? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know if I've ever tasted it before. It sounds like I don't want to taste it. Yeah. But that was another unbelievability for me. Drinking wine at a high school party. A sensible red? No. I don't know. Like, think about when you were in college. Because, I I mean, I didn't drink in high school, did you? No. But they had, what, Boone's Farm? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. It, it's technically wine. My first wine was Black Box. That sounds classy. Um. It was a box <laughs> box O-Y. of red wine and let me tell you, two out of the four or five people that were drinking this wine ended up throwing wine and they were so drunk that they were terrified that they were throwing up red and they were both wearing like white t-shirts <laughs> and they had red wine puke all over the t-shirts. That was the last time I drank wine for a while. I was not one of the throw uppers hey christmas party boxed wine i threw up in a gutter that night as soon as we pulled into my friend's driveway i ran out of the car got to the gutter like that <laughs> that can like came between the driveway and their garage and threw up in it it's like edgar Allan poe style Well, I didn't die. That's good. (laughs) So glad you're still with us. Did you ever have the experience of mom taking the bag of wine out of the box? Oh, yeah. And then she would hold her glass under the bag while you squeegeed and squeezed every last drop of wine out of it. Girl, if I get a box of wine, I still do that. (laughs) Because whenever we, I mean, it hasn't happened for a while because pandemic. But the last like friends get together we had. You stock up on boxed wine because it's economical <laughs> and you get every last thing out of it. Didn't you ever play like slop the bag? No. Where, like somebody carries around just the bag and you're like, ah. Uh. No, I never. Well, I, I I, told you before, just vodka and Everclear for us. <sighs> That's disgusting. I was never allowed to Everclear. I wonder why. It's weird, right? Yeah, I think we're both sloppy drunks. <laughs> 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 um, what's okay. your next unbelievability? let me see here I know I mentioned it in love don't cost a thing and it's the exact same here but the cool hallway like really if you have a class or something you have to go down the cool hallway even if you're uncool and you brought it up last time you're assigned lockers in high school they have to know who has what in case you destroy something Mm-hmm mine oh yeah I actually wrote down I was like we have a cool hallway so I did the same my it's just my cool in quotation marks <laughs> That's exactly what I, did too. <laughs> I have a lot of unbelievables for the beginning um I really enjoyed the 30 second makeover but I found it completely unbelievable that she was able to just rip the sleeve socks yes! that easily I- that too ripped his (laughs) sleeves off perfectly no way i can't even rip like a t-shirt that has been started nothing no it was awesome i it's like fucking bucky style (laughs) from falcon winter soldier (laughs) it makes me laugh every time i think of him ripping off his sleeve (laughs) he's ready to jump out of a plane (laughs) arms out Uh. i can't wait for the second season in like four years how about they go to like to Ronnie's class and he's in science class and then they go to Cindy's class and she's in home ac again? Exactly like love don't cost a thing, except in the home ec class here, there's a guy not wearing a shirt under his apron. <laughs> In what school is that going to be fucking okay? And I don't know if you noticed, I had that written down, but the shirt that he took off that he didn't want to get dirty was a cut-off. It was a half shirt. It was a cut-off t-shirt that was just white. Now, I will say, that was in vogue in like the mid-1980s, because I remember our brother having some of those as a child. Yeah. I actually... Remember how I cut the sleeves off of my shirts because my arms are too fat for a lot of them? (laughs) They look great, though. This one's not a sleeve cut. No, I know. Okay. Um, (laughs) One of them was a band. I can see a fucking seam. (laughs) (laughs) One of them was a band t-shirt that I cut the sleeves off of. And the arms weren't too small, but it was really weird. And then I had some weird, like, pizza stains at the bottom. So I actually made, like, not a half shirt, but, like, with high-waisted leggings. (laughs) Weird. Weird. pizza (laughs) stains. I eat a lot of pizza in bed and it happens to fall on my shirt a lot. Maybe you need to do the troll. You don't I let know. him eat Jersey Mike's. Oh, fuck. I said his name. It's okay. Maybe you need to do the James roll. He's not all the jersey mics with a shirt on. No pizza for you with a shirt on. I started eating chips and dip with no shirt. <laughs> so it's <progress>. very sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not like Job of the Hut where I'm like, like scooping the dip that I've just dripped off of my chest and <laughs> putting it in my mouth. Or like trying to do one of these, like, <laughs> like licking my boob. <laughs> I've done it. If you go like, this it works It works. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for demonstrating no problem i got big knockers right now <laughs> they look great thanks um i have a talking point since we're in the middle of this okay so this was a contrast i think to love don't cost a thing and in this one it seemed like Whereas Alvin was completely invisible, these popular guys knew a lot about Ronnie mm-hmm. for thinking that he's just an insignificant, like, bottom dweller. Well, I think that goes back to the facts, and I'm glad you brought that up because it's something I'm going to talk about. So I obviously realized it, but it's I didn't think it was important until you brought it up um, because they all went to elementary school together. And they were friends. Right. So, somewhere along the way, there, like, became a divide between the cool and the uncool. And I think Ronnie's main goal at the end was to make everybody, like, back together again. It was definitely, like, a Mean Girls ending, but we'll get there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to write that down so I don't forget. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a good point. What's your next unbelievability? Um, I thought the level of self-realization Cindy shows at some points was beyond what a high schooler, I'd like I hate to say like her. Beyond the scope of... Yeah, like at one point she talks about how little she actually works, which I thought was a crazy conversation but she's right and it seemed to make her feel bad and i i didn't necessarily think that based on like the previous conversation she had with her mom about the credit cards like that kind of stuff it didn't seem in character for her but did ronnie bring that out in her like that's something that I felt like we had in this movie that I'll talk more about in chemistry that I feel like we lacked in the first one. I think they complemented each other and had better chemistry in this one than Love Don't Cost a Thing. And I think Cindy admired Ronnie for being able to be such a hard worker. Hmm. And I th- th- I think that made her observe herself. But also I think she's just a very lonely person and she probably does self-reflect a lot. Maybe. If you don't agree with that, that's fine. I'm taking it in. Okay. Taking it in. What's your next unbelievability? Oh, my God. This one quote I just read. Okay. I can't wait. I really don't have... So, the dance. Oh, let's do it. That was my next one, too. Okay. So, not only is he doing the African Eater mating African anteater mating witch role dance. Mm -hmm. But do you see how into it he is? Oh, yeah. He has his eyes closed and like his mouth open and he's just. "Uh, uh, uh." He's selling it. And he's like dripping sweat. (laughs) (laughs) I was more impressed with the live band that showed up to the school dance do you know who that was was it in um I don't think so I didn't see it in the facts at all I thought that one of the football players was a famous singer who was like a one-hit wonder but I can't think of his name right now but it was just it was obviously a professional band and to be playing a high school dance again. I've never heard of that happening ever. That was kind of like a 10 things I hate about you kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, even before he went and danced, he did two things. One, he dumped the punch back in the bowl. That was fucking disgusting. Oh my God. Pandemic times it hits different. Yeah, do, do <laughs> not. Even before pandemic, that's gross, but now you're going to give everyone COVID. Yeah, fucker. And then he yelled, let's dance, like, super intensely. Yeah. It was a lot. Um, How about when they go out? I think it's when they go out to, like, the milkshake. It's a weird kind of a... Um, it's a weird hang out for high schoolers don't you think i don't know if there's nothing else in the town to do even though it seems like they're in california with the mall and uh, yeah like where did you hang out in high school walmart and then we drove around yeah like the mall we were very big into like coffee shops because we were super intellectual no, actually, I lied. All of my friends worked at a coffee shop. No, but <laughs> in Kentucky, we didn't have any coffee shops. We had Dairy Queen that closed by eight, so we went and got ice cream and drove around. That's bleak. <laughs> Just saying. No, like parks or anything, because we did a lot of park hangs. Very innocent. I didn't. I didn't think about park hangs. There was one park next to the hospital. that's convenient. <laughs> Um, but I brought up the milkshake thing because the girl Ronnie goes out with after they break up, right? Says there's only one titty this pretty in the whole school. Do you? I, that, I completely forgot about that until now, but that was pretty crazy. And the brother's in the back of the car hearing all of this. And I think she says something like, let's see if the other one matches or something weird i I remember something like that and like that was another difference is like he went through a lot of women compared to nick cannon who like just made out a couple of times but i don't think he like actually did the deed oh you think patrick dempsey did they said he nailed hang on let me find the quote He has nailed every lunch. But that's just talk. That was the high school people talking to the football player, right? Yeah. And even the football player knew who he was. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay. Getting. Do you have any more unbelievabilities? How do we feel about the farts? I'm glad you brought that up because I thought it was just me. He's in high school and they think his farting being terrible is hilarious. Like, should you get that checked out? <laughs> what, like three people fell over when he actually farted? <laughs> it's like noxious gas. <laughs> CDC needs to come in and take a look. And he has a defined fart face that Patrick Dempsey realized. He's like, I know that look. Yeah. I guess it's funny. I guess so if you're a popular football player and people wanna have you like them. But in reality, no girl wants to date the fart guy. Yeah. So what's your next unbelievability? There was a high school girl wearing garters. Yeah. At the party, like Weird. to be sexy. He they had sex, yeah, I thought so too, okay, yeah, and then she completely ignores him. I loved it, but not i I don't think in high school you would do that, I guess unless you're like a um high schooler that wears garters unless you're more in tune with your sexuality what ignoring the person you just had sex with yeah. yeah. That makes sense to me. I was trying to More find confident. like a dignified way to say that. that uh, yeah, I effective. think it's a confidence thing. How do we feel about all the dancing at that high school party? Was that realistic? I mean, there's our trope, the big party, even though I thought it was the most realistic party that we've seen. The New Year's? Yeah. Or it the was gym? The New Year's at someone's house. There wasn't five hundred people there. It there was can like just radio playing, but I didn't think the dancing was believable. I don't remember. Was (sighs) it grinding? Was it not grinding? No, just dancing in general. When high schoolers get together at a house party, are they going to be dancing? Oh, okay. At least, well, I don't know. I'm not the person asked for a high school party, but at a college party, yes. At a college party, but at a high school party? I don't know. Me neither. Okay, great. Moving on. (laughs) Um instead of going into your house New Year's Eve, going into the shed and covering yourself with like a potato sack. I loved this moment. I laughed so fucking hard. And him crying on the shed floor. New Year's oh Eve. my god, it was hilarious. I he was he was a big crier. Yeah, he cried a lot towards the end, and I thought it was all self pity. Fuck you, dude. You're an asshole. Do you think Patrick Dempsey brought that crying to Grey's Anatomy? Did he cry on Grey's Anatomy? I don't know. I never watched it. Me neither. Well, it's going on like season. 20 yeah so i don't know i just don't like what it stands for what does it stand i don't for? know i'm just talking doctors being promiscuous they're fucking while their patients are dying do you even know what you're doing? no <laughs> not at all i also like that you said you're against promisc- promiscuity i'm not against promiscuity i'm against the doctor's Having sex while their patients need them. (laughs) They're in those rooms together. (laughs) Maybe it's their break. Maybe instead (laughs) of catching a fifteen-minute nap, they're doing something real that will energize them. Oh god, that sounds exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) So I I gotta fast forward to the end here. Okay. Maybe it's not really fast-forwarding to the end, but it's towards the end when he's trying to win Cindy back and he's out at 6 a.m. cutting the grass doing handstands on the handlebars of the lawnmower. Mm. Mm. Not believable. Sorry. The handstands are 6 a.m. I think both. One, the police are going to be called by the neighbors. No one wants to hear that at 6 a.m. Two, he does not have that athleticism <laughs> to do handstands on the handlebars. You and I both know it. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have anything left? Yeah. The next, my final is the the baseball bat hit to the table in the cafeteria at the end. Oh, my God. So, he threatens another student with a baseball <laughs> bat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> And the teacher holds another teacher back and says, wait a minute, like, let's see where this goes. He just threatened to beat someone with a baseball bat and you want to see where it goes? He knows his character. He knows that he's not a violent person. Well, it ended really well because then the teachers applauded his speech. Okay. That was my final unbelievability. And everyone applauding. And then the two guys, the nerd and the football player, that this all started over, shaking hands and the football player apologizing. Absolutely not. He's not going to lose face like that. He's going to maintain his stance and either punch him or stalk away all upset or make fun of him. But this was that viral moment. No, this is the come to Jesus moment. you're right. You're right. You're right. I know, but I still do, I still think it's unbelievable. Okay. Do you want to do another drink before obstacles? Maybe this one will be better. Can we just do like regular vodka? I don't have any. For real? Yeah. I haven't replenished since the move. A vodka? I'm saving money. <laughs> Can I look at what vodka you do have? pomegranate lime citron and vanilla do we do lime and cut out and the lime? sweet tart ew and iced tea you have sweet tart vodka mm-hmm. i kind of want to try that just by itself okay um do you want to try lime and scale back on the lime you can try lime i'm gonna stick okay obstacles to these guys being together pretty much the same as the first like or like love don't cost a thing Mm -hmm. their social standing Mm -hmm. and the popularity go into the main dude's head oh man again i just think he becomes irredeemable that's another thing that i thought there was more complexity if you will there's more to the the irredeemability Then there's a bigger speech at the end, and they show more of his loneliness. Yes, that's true. And I don't think he's as big of a dick to women in general in this movie. Mm -hmm. I don't think he objectifies them as much, even if he does go farther with them physically. I think I just don't like the honeydew. I don't like honeydew in general. I think it's disgusting great (laughs) but i don't mind it in this drink really yeah it doesn't bother me no yeah i don't like it i do think it's better without the vanilla sorry to abruptly switch topics there no not at all you took your first sip of your second drink it is a very small drink that's positive but but it's also very alcohol heavy compared to my 5% alcohol absolute vodka soda that I will definitely be buying more of. That was great. They have different flavors, too. I think there was, like, something in lemongrass, but I couldn't swear to it. That sounds good. Mm. There was, like, a cucumber one. That'd be great. I'm interested in all these new vodkas and Mm -hmm. um, gins that are showing up recently. I will say that the absolute-flavored ones... Like the cucumber mint, the grapefruit rose, and then the pear. Those three have all been fantastic. That's the one that I tried with you. Yeah. I couldn't remember because I was going to buy it. Yeah. Like they've all been really good. And I even have some like rose, rose, like simple syrup that really goes well with the grapefruit Mm -hmm. rose vodka one. So. Yeah. Obstacles. Okay. I mean, that's kind of it, right? I agree agree with you. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Chemistry. So I'm going to, I already said that I think there's more in this one. Why? Well, Marie, let me tell you. I look forward to hearing. So there's definitely more time that passed. They had a month together. Instead of the week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Instead of two weeks. Mm. And then they both miss each other. Like you can tell that they're both trying to figure out how to talk to each other kind of like throughout the movie. Like this goes from the beginning of school and it ends like well after New Year's. So and then they hang out a lot more like the lunches, the meeting, which is similar to Love Don't Cost Thing. But then they had a really nice moment. It's the switch from the guitar to the poetry, but he's washing her car, which I liked, and I liked the conversation that happened. And that was about the working. It was. And then she confided about her poetry, which was, like, really cheesy to him. But then after that... She, like, sprayed him with the hose, and they were laughing, and he, she was chasing him, and I thought it was a nice moment. And that's something that Alvin and Paris didn't really have, was, like, some kind of levity. I see. I have more, but I want to give you, like, a. I don't want to hog the, the mic. Um, I really don't have anything to say for chemistry. For real? Yeah, I... I didn't think anything about it. Um, I did not like the scene where they um, just happened to meet at the mall. And he offered money to help her with the suit thing. I thought that was very contrived. And that, like, he was just pounding on the grass, on the grass, (laughs) on the glass. Mm -hmm. And then you see them talking but you can't hear the talking. So I I didn't like that you couldn't see how he convinced her to go through with it. Okay, I can understand that. Yeah. I liked that they like anytime that they panned in on them and they were hanging out, they were always talking and chatting and laughing. Mm. And I thought that that was huge. And they were like driving around the car together. And I thought the airplane date was really cool. The airplane graveyard mm-hmm. and the telescope, it all seemed very romantic. I liked it that better than the slam poetry date. Which I disagree with because the slam poetry date really focused on Paris And all of the stuff that Ronnie planned centered around him. So I thought that that, at least Nick Cannon paid some attention to who she was and showed interest in her stuff and one of their dates. I thought that the bathroom scene was huge. Where he walks into the girl's bathroom and confesses his true feelings way before the end of the movie. Yes. And then the teacher catches him because Cindy hides. And then the teacher doesn't wash her hands and grabs his ear and drags him out. Gross. Thank you, IMDB facts. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Um so I said I said it might be creepy, but I like the bathroom confession. Because I know that he didn't have like creepy intentions yes I can see that I mean he did try to go to her house and try to call her and he couldn't get in touch with her then so that was the thing that they showed in this they showed him trying to reach out to her repeatedly Mm -hmm. and before in love don't cost a thing it was just like oh I'm gonna stand up my friends and then we're gonna make out at the end of this basketball game Mm -hmm. this there is more for him to make like he makes up for it more Like, he has to win her back. And I thought that love don't cost a thing. The making out and the butt squeeze at the end kind of cheapened them getting back together. Like, it made it seem that all he was interested in was physicality. Whereas these guys are riding off on the lawnmower and having a bit more fun. So I can see that chemistry being. And I like they're having, like, a flirty conversation. Like, reestablishing, like, their contract and then they talk about kissing and she says oh kissing is definitely a must and then they have like a really nice kiss mm-hmm. and furthermore let's go her friends encourage her and are cheering for her getting out of the car which adds to that mean girl's ending where everybody is like a little bit more accepting of each other. Mm, okay. Which is why I like this movie better. I think the ending Had more depth. I think it had a more satisfying end. Because you can see more change in more than one person. Right. And I also liked more friends. Like his friend Kenneth. Like the fight between them at the arcade was huge. Him vandalizing his house. And like Ken catching him and letting him go. See, I was on the opposite end of the spectrum. You didn't want to see him. No, I thought that the interplay between the three friends and love don't cost a thing was better because you saw how things were affecting different guys. And they were all friends and they were still like at first trying to work with him. But you could see the effects of his leaving their friend group. You could see that effect on them and i guess you could see it on kenneth as well i thought it was more emotional because kenneth didn't have anybody else no he did they had that group yeah that all they they tried a replacement yeah i I don't know i guess it's just this might be agree to disagree agree to disagree which is regrettable i was really hoping to win you over I just realized I'm talking into the wrong part of my microphone. No, you're not. I changed it. I tested it. Try it, though. How's it sound over here? Worse. Do you know every fucking time I've been talking into the wrong part of the microphone, then? This has happened, like, a lot. I thought you told me the one time it was I should be talking into the other part. Is there a difference? Does the one have a symbol and does the one for real yeah one has the but no one has the microphone name on it and the other side has nothing and i've been talking to the side that has nothing yeah this sounds a lot better because i actually like was testing it before we went in and i tested both sides and this was the side that guys it's been two years granted you don't always use this microphone just just during the pandemic i don't guys it's been a year (laughs) over um i'm down a microphone stand and uh force marie to use her personal and i don't mind the microphone i like it it clamps onto the granite quite nicely it's like a good vice grip and i think it looks more manageable yeah, it takes up a lot less space, too, because it folds up and I could just fit it into my podcast bag. I know. I love that we both have podcast bags. Mm-hmm. Yep. You gave me mine. Thank you. You're welcome. I didn't intend it to be a podcast bag, but I'm glad that you found a great purpose for it. Yep. This way I claim it for my own and my daughter doesn't get it. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. Another reason to not have a kid. I'm really selfish. I don't like sharing. I sh- I, that's the thing about being the youngest kid. You don't share. You don't have to. Exactly. Didn't have to share. I shared with my friends. I was a great share with my friends. Yeah, friends is different than family, though. I know because you get it back when they leave. Mm-hmm. Yep. Most of the time. Yeah. But in college, I was very, like, whenever I had roommates. But you need boundaries. It's you, different. You do. I would keep, like, my own personal snacks in my room and stuff. Oh, I was there. I was there sometimes. You go back there, getting your food stash thinking something's going to be there, and... It's not. It's not. It was always disappointing. Notes about, like, don't eat this or you'll die. <laughs> no, actually, I don't think I ever did that, but I did, like, write, like, <laughs> on it. Oh, fuck. Allison on it. I don't think anybody ate my leftovers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> This is something that I think about to this day, and I feel really shitty about it. And I think it was one of my roommates. She'll know who she is when she listens to this podcast and just know that I'm still thinking about this. I was cleaning out the fridge and I accidentally threw away her vegan mayonnaise because (gasps) I I thought it was bad. I was like, nobody fucking uses this. This has been here since the last people moved out. And then she's like, what happened to my vegan ace? And I was like, oh, no, it's hers. And I, like, I admitted it. Well, that's good. And I offered to buy a new one, and she said no. But I still feel like shit about it, and it's been, like, eight years. <laughs> Do you remember when Alice told you it's sometimes just, you know, just let it go? Yeah. It might be time. <laughs> it might be time. <laughs> You know who you are out there, and I'm sorry to this day. I still think about that. You know, you just have those moments where you're like, fuck, I could have handled this better. I couldn't have, I, I could have just saved it. Send a text with a picture. Is this yours? Love you, learn. Yeah. I'm sure that you learn from that mistake and haven't thrown anything out of anybody else's. Mm See? It's true. You're a better person for it. I think I just scoffed at the veganaise part, and I was like, "Nobody in this house eats veganaise. You didn't know them well enough to know that one of them was vegan. They weren't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of hilarious. <laughs> she eats meat. <laughs> okay, I understand your confusion. <laughs> I wonder if it's a taste thing. Then, did you try it ever? No, I did not. Okay. Yeah, Just I don't. I really don't like honeydew. No, usually I think it has no flavor, but I'm sure the not straining it has a place. Oh, I also want to talk about chemistry with the brother because I thought it was better in this movie than with the sister. Because at the end, the brother sticks up for him to Cindy. Instead of just trying to constantly prove he's a loser. Yeah. At first, I was appalled by the brother because he's, like, sneaking around and spying and in the car. And I thought it was hilarious that he got farts to the face. Yeah. Twice. (laughs) When he rolled out of the car. (laughs) I read somewhere that Seth Green was really surprised that people would remember he was in this movie. He's like, because it doesn't look like me at all, I think it looks exactly like him to this day. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, just stuff why he thinks that it doesn't look like him. No, it looks like him. Mm-hmm. I also liked the night where the mother and Cindy hang out, and oh, I thought quality it, time. Mm-hmm. And Ronald's family is less cringy <laughs> by a lot. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I kept waiting for awkward moments from the dad because I thought this movie is so much like love don't cost a thing. Like somewhere in here, the dad has to have horrible conversations or bad judgment or something. But the dad was not a main character. He didn't really do anything at all except just be there. Yeah. Yeah. The brother was more key, so I don't know where the Steve Harvey stuff came from in "Love Don't Cost a Thing." Maybe just comedic effect, but I found it more cringy. Yes. Also, Cindy stood up for him too after he was outed at that party. Because I want to talk to you about what. Well, first, Cindy stood up for him whenever Patty and Barb were like making fun of him, and then she was like, "Hey, you both loved him." Yeah, I remember that, and I think that was true story about like how she stood up and yes, that's a good thing. But is it because she likes Ronald or is it because she believes that everyone should get off their high horse and be one and the same? I think it's both. But the one girl's titty is the best in the <laughs> school. <laughs> Let's see if the other one matches. <laughs> I know that you said that it's unbelievable but I think this made it better I think it made it a grand romantic gesture that he was lawn mowing her yard at 6am to just talk to her I didn't like it (sighs) I didn't like it I thought it was too much 6am you're too much a lot of the time but let me ask you this did you like when John Cusack was standing out of Ioni Skies? room playing um in your eyes while she's like in a shirt and nothing else in her bed yes i wish i could change the song because i hate that song love that's all i know beginning doesn't he say that at the beginning what of in your eyes yeah i don't know i just learned it's peter gabriel and not the other one genesis guy phil collins yes thank you (laughs) (laughs) phil phil collins yeah i hate that song it doesn't bother me and i also hate the tarzan soundtrack yeah it's not my fave Okay. Although, I do love that one song that they do where it's not Phil Collins. It's... Where all the animals are playing on different things oh, in the tents. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen the movie all the way through. It's good. And it's like an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. I really liked the new Tarzan with Alexander Sarsgaard. Never seen it. It's a guilty pleasure. God, those Sarsgaards. I'm um, Tanya. He runs around and like, jorts and no shirt (laughs) do you see any like peeps no no there's no sex scene who's the girl i don't remember
1: i just know if it's on i watch it
0: it's not brie larson is it Mm. if it's on you watch it it's somebody big oh it's margot robbie oh yeah, yeah, yeah oh it's my Mar- yeah she's gorgeous and christoph waltz is in this too yes. i feel like i should watch this why is alexander sarsgaard's imdb pick of him with no pants wait what let me say this yeah I think that's hilarious. He's wearing half a tuxedo and it's the rug. <laughs> Did I look too close or is he wearing like the sock pull ups? Oh no, he's wearing them. Okay, that's what I thought. I love this. I think it shows you the sense of humor. It's kind of like the Melton guy who had him in a himself in a superhero suit for his IMDB pick. The to all the boys guy. Mmm, don't remember. You'll know it when you see it's it, It's kind of like Jack Black and all of his, oh my God, I love Hulk, it. Captain America, Thor videos. I must have watched each of them like five times, and I keep showing them to James, and he's like, "Yeah, it's funny, and I'm like, no, but look, you're not laughing as hard as you should be i I told our niece that loves the Avengers to watch them, did she tell you? Mm-mm. No, but I did and She was like, oh my gosh, it's so funny. And I was like, I don't know if his Instagram has come t- entirely PG, but I'm sure she's heard worse than whatever Jack Black's going to say. I mean, he's like a family man. I mean, who doesn't say the occasional F-bomb? But did you see like the behind the scenes with the, with the Hulk and how his wife was like getting like greening him up? no it's so funny because there's like a couple times where he's like more ross butler that's uh, who it is yeah cuddling his little little papana superhero suit yeah he's cute mm-hmm. oh i think so mm-hmm. yeah dude i could not get enough of cole young in mortal kombat oh my god he was so fucking hot like The first time I saw him, I was like, okay, he's cute. But then as I kept watching the movie, I was like, damn, this guy is hot. Uh, If you haven't watched Mortal Kombat, you should. It's a lot of fun. It's so good. I didn't even play or watch the original Mortal Kombat and I still enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than the original Mortal Kombat, but I did want to watch the Mortal Kombat from the 90s after we watched that one but was shut down. <laughs> Don't go into it expecting an Oscar winner. But the fight scenes are amazing. They're great. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah he's super hot and I love that Oh, and Samuel L. Jackson is in Tarzan. I just love Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, if you don't, you're a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Don't be my friend if you don't like Samuel L. Jackson. Let's let's get back on track here. I'm just so jazzed about Mortal Kombat. I could watch it again. I think you need to watch the original. Okay. Although that picture was not a ringing endorsement. I just have to say... I want to say that Goro looked exactly the same. Okay. Oh, the arm guy? Yeah. Okay. Do you think he has like four penises? No, I think he had one hand, so one penis. See okay. what I mean? Yeah, I do. That makes sense. It tracks. Right. Okay. Um. Are we done with chemistry? Yes cool so moment they fell in love they didn't no they're not in love if we want to go with when they figure out they like each other she figures out on their airplane date i think he figures out in the car washing and he says all these nice things hmm what about beforehand? Like, he had his sights set on her. But I think she was just... An ideal. hmm Okay, so the car washing. Okay, I'll go with that. I couldn't believe how, like, good he looked. Like, I know he's, like, a skinny, like, he was 20 at the time. Crazy. But, like, he looked really good. hmm So, one of my husband's man crushes is actually Patrick Dempsey. He's hot. So he's also like a very good race car driver. Mm-hmm. And he walked in and he's like, oh, Patrick Dempsey. Oh, what movie are you watching? So he does really like Patrick Dempsey. And I think he's just gotten better with age. Like his, his uh, salt and pepper look is great. I agree with that. So Bernard came over. He's like, man. What's that guy been in? I was like, wow. He's been in this. He was Enchanted and then in Grey's Anat- oh, Anatomy. Yeah, enchanted. He was like kind of written off. He goes, wait, what? He's like, what's his name? I was like, that's Patrick Dempsey. He's like, that's Patrick Dempsey. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. James like follows him on Instagram and like obsesses over a lot of his things. Okay. Although whenever this comes out, he's going to be like, I don't obsess over it. But he loves that his hair is always so like good looking. He has an amazing head of hair. He has his own line of pomade. No, he does mm-hmm. not. I need to. I keep forgetting. I mean, I keep meaning to order it for James, but um, I keep forgetting. So I'm gonna write it down. <laughs> now he knows he's gonna get some. He'll forget. He doesn't remember shit. <laughs> he's gonna remember that comment. <laughs> he will, but um, that's fine. So moment they fell in love, do they stay together? No, it's high school. It's high school. Nope. Iconic scene. It's the driving off, off on a long hour. Absolutely. Whore. She takes his cowboy hat, which let me read my note to that. What the fuck is up with this cowboy hat? And then two lines later, oh, it matches her outfit because she reaches across, grabs it, and puts it on her head. So that was my iconic. And you see their silhouette. So he started off with a pith helmet. He has the beret. He has the cowboy hat. And at one point, I'm pretty sure he wears like a baseball hat. Sorry. That's okay. So, like, what is up with the hat thing? And it's not just a beret, it's velvet. I was wondering if it was dirty or if it was like a sheen. No. It's velvet. Okay. I liked his glasses, I did too. I thought they were cute, but I hated his hair slicked back. So did I. And he was wearing the bolo tie. I'm not a bolo tie person. Mm -mm. You do that if you're from, like, Texas or, like, Wyoming. Yeah, I just don't. Mm -mm. So, yeah, he definitely had some questionable looks. I don't mind the wild hair. No, I didn't either. But I, I, again, another contrast in this movie that I liked, I liked how he admitted that he got mixed up, like he got lost in the popularity and he lost who he was. And I liked that confession. I don't think we got that confession from Alvin in Love Don't Cost Mm -hmm. a Thing. So I did like that there, I thought that there was more depth to this movie, if you will, than to Love Don't Cost a Thing. Okay. And I also love the 80s clothes. Oh, not just that. Like, to me, I was watching and I was like, oh, fuck, look at this TV. Like, man, they have a remote for their TV. They must have been rich. They don't have to, like, walk over and turn the knob on the TV. That one TV that we had for a really long time. That that one- huge one with the wooden thumb. Yes. Yes, that was. I wish we still, like, why did we give that shit away? You know, you just think, like, damn, like, if only we knew. You could put your good TV on top of that TV. (laughs) (laughs) And it could be like (laughs) literally a TV stand. (laughs) TVception. But like, it's just so wild that that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, that fucking knob. And like, that's why you sit close to the TV because you don't want to get up. So you're just like. I'm going to say cross-legged four inches away from the screen. <laughs> I'm going to lay on my stomach with my nose pressed <laughs> the screen so all I can do is reach up. Like the microwave, like how I used to press my face up against the microwave, <laughs> just in case it needed some more time. No, I just wanted to see what was going on in there. <laughs> Newsflash, you cannot see it cooking. Popcorn. You can see the bag expanding you can and if it's boiling you can see the bubbles start It's exciting as a kid yeah it's magic yeah yeah harry potter what would arthur weasley do with a microwave probably break it <laughs> Oh, he'd put all kinds of metal shit in there. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what he would do. That's the first thing he would do. That's awesome. Put like a goblet in there or something and Mm -hmm. see what happens. At least you'd be able to put out the fire. We think. Yeah. Did you take that BuzzFeed quiz of like which Harry Potter character would you save? No, I didn't see it. I was like, would you save Molly Weasley or Arthur Weasley? Molly. Absolutely. She's badass. Absolutely. After that um, fight with Bellatrix, and I love Bellatrix. She's not anywhere close, but I don't think I love Bellatrix so much as I love Helena Bonham Carter mm. playing Bellatrix. I get that. But she's so fucking cool. Yeah. Do, you, do you, Did your love for her start with, like, Fight Club, do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I still get sad that her and Tim um, Burton mm-hmm. yeah, aren't together. I was about to say Tim Curry, and that was wrong. <laughs> They're both British. I don't know. I don't think so. Is British or not? I don't think so. I think she is. She is. No, she is. No, she is. I'm just looking him up. I don't think he is. He's Canadian. Armenian. <laughs> Russian. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's American. Burbank, California. <laughs> Super American. Uh- people home no that was just the ice machine oh that's scary yeah it was loud i wish i had another one of these (laughs) seltzers they're so light and refreshing (laughs) product of canada i'm glad you enjoyed them because i sure didn't i can't believe you hated them intensely i wasted lime vodka on half of a can to try to make it better and i put cranberry juice in it and it did not make it better but I drank it out of principle. <laughs> I would have, too. Um. Final thoughts? Did you... Were you able to get over how much of a creeper he was in the beginning of the movie when he was watching the cheerleaders practice through the fence? Very obviously. Like, holding the fence with his mouth open. They were in just underwear. That, those were workout clothes. That was not underwear. That's legit 80s workout clothes. 80s workout clothes are very sexy. Yes, they are. Did you see Olivia Newton Sean? Let's get physical. Not all the way through. I've seen like snips. But it was sexy. Clips, snips and clips. Snippets. snippets. <laughs> that's the one. Uh, Yeah. I do like the leg warmers, tights, and the leotard. I think it's very good looking. Mm-hmm. I also thought this was the best cheerleader squad out of all of them. Well, you know why? No, I don't. For real? For real. Paula Abdul was the choreographer. Oh, that does make sense. Oh, really? You didn't? She even had a cameo in it. I didn't see it. Oh, okay. But I read it that she, like, in all of the cheerleader scenes, she was one of the cheerleaders. But, like, that was the second note, like, after Pith Helmet. Mm hmm choreographer was Paula Abdul and I was like choreographer question mark okay so that's why it was so good that makes sense now. and it, it was very good and it wasn't overly like sexual no and it wasn't like too acrobatic like to bring, bring it on yeah to, to bring I what bring it on to bring it on I don't know I just want to add to to bring it on very alcohol heavy mm-hmm um yeah, that was too athletic. This was very believable high school, but not like Buffy, where they're just doing like weird fucking. How funky moves. is your chicken? How oh. loose is your goose? Now My your... is totally loose. Oh yeah, you're right. That's what's next. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, I lied, and I have an unbelievability that I just found. I didn't star it, which is why I just looked at it. So, if you wouldn't mind, I'm going to put this in final thoughts. I don't. So, when he's trying to learn how to dance, which is another very par- big parallel to love don't cost a thing. Like, wouldn't you go to the dance and he's a smart dude. Just watch and observe and copy. Mm, great point. Like, you don't have to, like, practice. Like, you just kind of mimic. Because if you've ever been to a high school dance, there's no really strong moves happening there. No. It's basically just... If it's slow, rock back and forth on your feet. Your daughter's moves were more in-depth than... They were fucking crazy tonight. They were great. I I love the... Well, that's Descendants 3. Guys, if you haven't, please watch the Descendants movie on Disney+. Plus. They are totally enjoyable, and the music is fucking amazing. Yeah, I will be listening to the music on Amazon Prime, and I already have. (laughs) great i'll listen to it by myself absolutely it's amazing Mm -hmm. um i had one but i don't remember what it was oh um by the way guys where you should be living on the moon by now according to this movie (laughs) wild yeah um what was the deal with patty's face paint oh yes she had like one time she had pink and yellow like hot stripes and one time she had like a face paint that looked like cum going into her Mm -hmm. mouth like you had the same Mm -hmm. thought and then she had stars and then she had a heart i didn't notice the heart was this a thing i don't remember anything like that in the 80s they also had a lot of glitter in their hair at one point yes was that during the dance I think it was multiple occasions okay I don't remember multiple occasions but like I didn't like I thought that was wild like I kept trying to figure out why she had that on her face yeah the face paint I don't know um the glitter hair glitter that was a thing like there was hairspray with glitter in it I remember doing that for dance recitals in the See? 90s. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it looks good. No, it doesn't. And I can't imagine washing that out if it comes out easily. Yeah. I Bernard got super excited at the end speech when the and then the football player apologizes to the nerd because he said nerd persecution is ending. Is that a rom-com? No, and I know it's super problematic. Nowadays. It's very problematic. There's the scene we're, we're talking about: Revenge of the Nerds. Yes, which I love that movie. Same. Again, another movie I watched when I was probably eight or nine. Too young. Hair Just pie. A little bit hair pie. Yep. Boobies everywhere. Lots of boobs. Lots of pubes. <laughs> uh problematic god that scene whenever lambda 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 they're observing the party and then it starts to get going and the thriller comes on oh my god it's so funny Mm -hmm. poindexter we're never going to be free until nerd persecution ends i love that line um and then i just i feel like we i don't know r.i.p cindy Yeah. Very strange story. And I don't know the story, but they did say, like, she died of an accidental overdose. um, And something happened during the filming of this movie that kind of affected her for the rest of her life. So I don't know what it was, but... That's awful. Yeah. But... The only fact that I was going to bring up was Patrick Dempsey being a car collector and race driver. (laughs) He bought his first serious car with his money from this movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Can you believe that Amanda Peterson was 15 years old? She looks so much older. I found it depended upon her hairstyle. I liked that she wasn't overly made up. Yeah, I I agree with that. She looked so naturally pretty in, like, so many of the shots. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, what did you think, because we didn't really talk about this. It's a final thought. What did you think about her outing him at the New Year's Eve party? I was fine with that. I thought he was being such a fucking dick. He deserved it, and I was fine with it. Mm -hmm. I was fine with it when Paris did it in Love Don't Cost a Thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, me too. I was just curious. Can we just tally the number of tropes we have for this one? yes you start i was hoping you would turn to your list sorry oh i'm sorry (laughs) so we have the come to jesus moment yes absolutely we have unpopular teen snagging the popular teen yep we have being alone at lunch (laughs) and in a shed crime sobbing so funny it was so <laughs> fake it was amazing uh, we have a douchebag sibling who redeems he, himself yeah i wonder if he cried on graze and that be if so was it more believable email us to us gmail.com and we have an outrageous teen party yeah so we have the- i find it to be the most believable teen party though I don't know. I think maybe we find all teen parties unbelievable because we were never invited to them. It's true. I mean, I went to one that I wasn't invited to and left within 10 minutes. It was for another school district, so I didn't know anybody. Amazing. (laughs) I well made up for it in college parties. Alice and I. Alice and I. I don't know if we've ever said this on air or told you at least. There was one week in college. We were both fourth years and we were like, let's drink every single day this week. And by Saturday, we were so fucking depressed. We were like, we can't drink tonight. (laughs) And we just like laid in her bed watching like Animal Planet. (laughs) But like we seriously drank Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. (laughs) And Saturday we were like, no more. I went through a semester where I would skip one, one class a day just to drink. Oh, boy. I mean, it's a thing. I still got A's. Good for you. Thanks. Uh, I then started therapy. <laughs> I felt like that was a good call after that. Fourth year was definitely my weakest. It's lots of C's. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, after the, at year four, you feel like you should be over. Yes. But, but then you weren't. But I wasn't. Right. Yeah. I could see hitting a slump then. Yeah. Yep. We all have it, guys. There's a, there was a saying, though, that C's get degrees. So, and, they, and they do. And they sure do. It all comes down to who you know. No, it doesn't. It was about Internships. <laughs> it was like who did you know it was just internships um yeah, so you know if you drink a lot, maybe talk to somebody. <laughs> I did um I probably should have. but you are now. I am so but not for drinking. No, but it's related I guess maybe I don't know. but uh yeah, it's very important. It helped me. Eventually, stayed in therapy for three years and then I stopped. Hmm. So, just stop Yeah, mental health it's a big. Th- it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. It helps whenever somebody is just paid to listen to what you say. Yeah, sometimes are pretty insightful, but you have to find the right fit. So don't get discouraged if the <sighs> first person doesn't match you doesn't match you and what you want to accomplish. It's just a thing. Absolutely, like the first like. Two in person ones that I had. I did not care for at all. Um, and I finally found one that's like working now and it's talk space, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor, should be. Should be. We might have a sponsor coming up. We'll we'll TBD. I will love it though. I can't wait. Hopefully we can announce that like in the next few podcasts. We'll see what happens um so rate review follow please um especially the follow that would be awesome yes if you subscribe because it's still called subscribe i know you said you're supposed to say follow but it's still called subscribe on the apple itunes app so please subscribe if you like to listen to us if you're a rom-coms aficionado Please subscribe, and if you disagree with us, tell us why. Email us, toasttoromcoms at gmail.com. We'd love to start reading some responses on air. And we know that people disagree with us, and we like it. It's interesting. I know I slurred. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, let me just add, if there's any cocktail recipes you think we should try, whether they're amazing or they're disgusting, we'll try them. We're always looking for new recipes. Mm-hmm. it gets exhausting internet searching for recipes for like three hours a week trying to find something that matches or something that we just want to try for fun. Yeah. So it, send them. Yeah, for sure. Send them, um, send thoughts, send movies that you want us to do, especially if you're into a super, like a teen rom-com that we haven't done that we don't know about. Send it our way. Um, Tell us about your mortal combat feelings. Oh my God. Yeah. Tell us about mortal Kombat. Tell us who you most which Raiden do you prefer? I mean, come on. It's obvious. Which Luke Kang do you prefer? There we go. That's a better yeah. question, even though I never seen the original. We're going to watch it right now. Like, literally right oh my now. God, It's only eleven. It's only 11.30. Listen, our husbands went over to watch the NFL draft with my dad, and they're still not back. Doesn't your husband, like, work tomorrow? He sure does. I said, are you going to call off? He goes, I got this. (laughs) Sure you do. (laughs) That's amazing. Today is April 29th. It's a Thursday. It is a Thursday. I'm off all week, so it doesn't affect me. I have a child that's going to get up in seven hours. It affects you. It might. We'll watch the beginning of Mortal Kombat. (laughs) And I'm going to have another drink. And James will pour me into bed. We have. Oh, no. I poured out the honeydew. I'm sorry. That is fine. um so i think we're gonna do drumline next time see if nick cannon can redeem himself Mm -hmm. thank you for saying that because i forgot you're welcome but until then please watch up drink up and cheers Cheers. I i like that we had a staring contest